Hello there, my fellow warriors. Hope you're doing great today. I've got a little bit of a cold, so you'll have to excuse my extra scratchy voice. Believe it or not, I recorded this very episode a few minutes ago only to discover there was an audio problem. <laughs> yeah. So I got to do it again on this scratchy voice. Okay. Today, I wanted to come to you and talk to you about something that probably will resonate with you if you've been through the you-know-what storms of life. We've all heard this. In fact, I'm sure we've said it many times. Everything happens for a reason. So there you are sitting there with your heart ripped out of your chest, living on the roller coaster from hell, going through whatever it is you're going through. And then some well-meaning person says, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. I get that. I get what they're attempting to do. And I appreciate it. Again, I'm sure I've done it myself or said it myself. The, the inference is that, hang on, you know, something good's coming. And, you know, there's a reason for this. Even if it's not good, even if nothing good comes later, there's a good reason for it. And, you know, it's meant to be, you know, it's God's will. It's really a deep thing. It's really supposed to get us to go, okay, well, you know, that's okay then that I'm going through this terrible thing. <laughs> so I know I'm being a little flippant here, but isn't that how it feels? Doesn't it feel flippant? Even though I know that's not what people are intending, but it can feel flippant. We feel discounted. Really? I'm going through a shitstorm here and you're telling me that everything happens for a reason. Well, I finally decided that, you know, this really rubs me the wrong way. So what I decided is that everything doesn't really happen for a reason, but it can be used for good. Now, let me go back for a moment to the reason. If we wanted to get technical, we could say, oh, yes, this happened for that reason or these reasons. For instance, my daughter Jamie was murdered and I could say, well, she made the choice to be in that place at that moment. And the guy who killed her decided to pull the trigger multiple times and take her life. Okay, so those were reasons. But that's not really what that statement is intending. It's not meant to go, oh, well, those are those technical reasons. It's really meant to be something deeper that, you know, everything happens for a reason. It's okay. You'll be fine. Well, we don't really, really want to hear that when we're dealing with everything we're dealing with. But I want to pitch this one out to you for your consideration because I fully believe it. Everything can be used for good. Now, if somebody had said that to me the first time my daughter was shot, um, for those of you who don't know, Jamie was shot for the first time. I know it sounds crazy. Still sounds crazy when I hear myself say she was shot twice. Really? Yeah. So shot for the first time. Who says that? Anyway, when she was 18, she was shot by her ex-boyfriend and it was a near fatal gunshot wound. It, it was very, very, very serious. And, and, it, and I was in shock. Even though for the three years prior, she was really on a bad path and this was the most gifted person I'd ever known. And all of a sudden we can't get her off this path. And now we're in this nightmare and we're in this emergency hospital and she's been shot and she had 50 staples holding her gut back together. And oh my gosh. So picture 
if somebody had said, not even everything happens for a reason. I'm talking about the term I'm suggesting. If somebody had said everything can be used for good, I would have said, are you crazy? How can this be good? How can this be good at all? But the statement I said is everything can be used for good. So maybe this is not going to be a great replacement statement for everything happens for a reason when someone's facing something, you know, they might slap you upside the head if you, if you said that <laughs> either one of them to them when they're really going through it. But this is, you know, something I want to really get you to understand because if you're listening to my podcast, I know you've been through stuff or you're trying to really take your life to a new level. And so I think that I can say this to you and I think I can explain this in a way that will be very helpful to you. And that is that everything can be used for good. It really can. That's not to say that the one thing is good. The one thing that you're dealing with right now, probably you can't find any good in it. Are you kidding me, Valerie? What are you talking about here? Stick with me, my friend. So like, for instance, Jamie's addiction. For the most of the 13 years that I rode the roller coaster from hell until I decided to pull the emergency brake and get off, I couldn't find anything good. My daughter's life was spiraling out of control and mine was spiraling into darkness as a result. And I couldn't think of anything good. If you had suggested that there's something good would come of this, I would have thought you were nutty. And, but in looking back, which, you know, hindsight's a, a real clear thing, isn't it? There's a lot of clarity in hindsight. In looking back, I did learn a couple of very valuable things from Jamie's addiction and from Jamie in her addiction. One was to not judge people so much. And the other was how to forgive. Those are such incredibly valuable lessons that, I mean, I don't want to say they were worth it because I would rather be more judgmental, honestly. I, I know that sounds terrible, but I'd rather be more judgmental and less forgiving and have my daughter back and have her clean and healthy and, and have us going to lunch and me being at her wedding and having, you know, going and being a grandmother to her children and, and just living life with my adult daughter, that's not going to ever happen. So, I mean, I can't, I, I, of course I would trade it in a second, but I can't do that. And so I've been able to go back and find some, some lessons, some really nuggets of value, some good in that very bad situation. And even if I look at Jamie's murder, I think, well, what good, what in the world good could come of it? And one of the things that I kind of concluded and you might say I'm doing this to make myself feel better. I don't know. But, but really, I've come to this conclusion that Jamie's life was on a bad path. That, that's not even a conclusion. That's just a fact. It was on a very bad path. And so, you know, I think that God spared her and spared us from more agony and more pain and more God knows what. And so that's good. That's good that she's not in pain anymore. It's good that she's not choosing between drugs and her family it's good that she's not in danger anymore. It's good that she's not going to be shot again. But even beyond that, look at all the good that has come from me stepping up to the plate and deciding to turn my pain into purpose. Listen, whatever it is that you're going through, that you've been through, you can turn it into purpose too. And it doesn't matter how big or small it is. Please do not compare what you're going through to what I am or anybody else. If you do that, you're in danger because if you look at it and go, well, what I'm going through is not, you know, two shootings and a murder and all this stuff and, and I can't even compare, then you're going to discount what you're going through. 
What you're going through is what you are. Don't compare it to what I'm going through. And what if you've had five times what I'm telling you that I have? If that's the case, then you'll think, oh, well, you know, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I've gone through a lot more. And, you know, and then you, you won't want to use the information. Does that make sense? Just don't compare. We don't compare beasts. It's, it's a dangerous game. Whatever it is that you're going through, you can find some good from it or you can make some good from it. You can use it for good. And, and honestly, I get it that when you're in the middle of it, you're thinking, really, seriously, I don't want to use it for good. I shouldn't have to. It's not fair. And I understand that. Trust me. I spent years saying how unfair it is. How unfair is it? You know, I was a good mother. Was I perfect? No, of course not. Nobody is. But I was good. So how did all this bad come from me being a good mom and, and teaching my kids good lessons and having them in a safe home and working so hard to make sure that they could enjoy activities and, and explore the world a little bit? What in the world did I do wrong? You know, you go through all that. How can any good come from it? Well, maybe this, this one thing that you're going through, this, this one little thing, not little thing, let me rephrase, this big thing that you're going through, you can't find a darn thing that's good about it. On its own, there's nothing good. Jamie's murder, nothing good. Her first shooting, nothing good. Her addiction, nothing good. On its own, just sitting there by itself, nothing good. Your situation, your hardship, your struggle, your pain, no matter how big or small you think it is, you might not be able to find anything good on its own. But what if, what if, I really want you to check out this new perspective. What if that thing that's not good could be a part of something that is good? See, I think that's what we do. We, we stare at this one thing. We can't find any good. So how could any good come from it? I believe that anything, any mission, business, any big thing that somebody has overcome or made happen, invented, a big change in their life, it has all come with sacrifice and pain and a lot of stuff that didn't seem very good. When we look at a success, whether it's a venture a business or somebody's personal growth and where they've gotten to in life. When we are standing on the outside looking in, it seems easy. They must have had something special. We don't see what it took to get there. We just don't. People don't usually give you the whole list of what it took and all the sacrifices and all the pain and all the failures and the falling down and getting back up and wanting to quit. You don't see all that. Anything that you can find that is good, there are components within that were not so good. Painful times, dark moments. So I choose to take the whole shebang, the whole 15 years, as Jamie was murdered when she was 30, and this whole nightmare began when she was 15. So I take this whole half of her life, this 15 of her 30 years, and rather than sit back and go, okay, well, my life had this in it and that in it, and there was this, and this was pretty good, and that was exciting, that was fun, and that was nice, and I loved this, and blah, blah, blah. And then there was this awful thing, and it just overshadows everything. Listen, my pain is still here, and it is real. Do not get me wrong on this. 
that hole in my heart will rear its ugly head and it will say, I am getting some attention right now. And I will bawl my eyes out. Yesterday, I said, oh my gosh, she's really dead. How can this be? Her 35th birthday's coming and so these feelings get stirred up. So I do have these moments. Don't get me wrong on this. I will for the rest of my life. But it's my choice to live a life of legacy, to live... Uh, to leave something lasting behind from my time on this earth. We're not supposed to just be here to live and die. We're supposed to matter. We're supposed to leave something in people. So I choose to take that 15 years of bad, a lot of really bad things and make it a part of something good. This podcast, the books that I write, the events that I put on, all of my social media, anything I can do to help. I use this, I use this bad and turn it into good. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to say, whatever this thing is, I'm going to find some good, maybe not in it. Maybe you can take it and package it up with something else so that it becomes a part of something good. And if you're sitting there right now going, I wouldn't know where to begin. Let me tell you something. Where to begin are these nine things that I did do and will do for the rest of my life that really changed my life for the better. And originally I called them the nine actions to battle your beast in still standing after all the tears and those workbooks. That's where I first introduced them. And that's what I called it. Still valid, still a great title. And those nine things are still helpful. We are not going to be getting rid of the books, workbooks or anything. Those are all great. At least not that I know of right now. Great materials. A lot of people have been helped. I hear from people all the time. Those are great materials. Feel free to get a hold of those for sure. However, what's going to be really great, and and like I said, go ahead and get those materials because you just build on it later. Right now we are working on, we have decided to take the nine actions and kind of give them a a fresh new look and some new perspectives and some of the, the original perspectives and original, the core of it, it's still there. But, you know, you learn over the years and you grow and you change and and we've decided to really expand them and make them even more helpful and useful. And they are now called the Nine Weapons of Hope. And I'm working really hard on some courses. So you'll be able to get an individual video and a guidebook and all sorts of supporting materials of one of the nine weapons. You can get multiple, you can get all of them and really start to, to, to use things like I'm talking about today. And, and put them into your life. And I know I digressed here, but, but I was literally thinking as I was talking, you're probably going, what am I supposed to do? How do I get past all this? What do I, how do I take a step forward? And that's, I really wanted to make sure and tell you that. So be sure you're on my email list. Go to ValerieSilvera.com and you can get on my email list there and consider joining the community. It's called the Trauma Disruptors on Facebook. Feel free to join that group and connect with people because we are that's what we're doing here. We're disrupting trauma. If you think about it, my 15 years was traumatic. You've gone through trauma. You've gone through things that have just really knocked you upside the head. Knocked the wind out of you, the, the, the hope from you. The wind out of your sails and you're going, what in the world? Now you've got, you know, we kind of label ourselves. Okay, I'm the mom of an addict. I'm the mom of a, a girl who got shot. I'm the mom of a, of a 30-year-old that was murdered. You know, all this kind of stuff. And we label ourselves the trauma, the childhood issues, the person who left us, the divorce, the illness. We, we begin to become these things. 
And that's not to say that you shouldn't recognize them and be gentle with yourself and give yourself some grace over it, but we've got to be careful they don't become us. That's not who you are. That is not your whole entire story. And that's why I'm talking to you about this subject today. I think it's critical that you take a step forward and that you decide to to just take this perspective that I'm talking about today and think about how whatever it is that's got you down is not necessarily good. It's likely very bad. In fact, there might not be a single piece or part of any of it that you can find that's good. On its own, it's not good. But as I mentioned, packaged with other things. Let it be a part of something else, something fresh and new, something helpful. Something that can inspire other people, that can give them hope and courage and faith. That can make them believe that because you did it, they can too. They can, they can get through their trauma. They can disrupt it with something fresh and new and good. They can take their bad and allow it to be a part of something good. So all the way back to the beginning of this podcast, the reason I came up with this other term, well, it's not like nobody's ever said everything can be used for good. (laughs) The reason I decided to use this term to replace everything happens for a reason is because I think that just leaves it open to, huh? Okay. A reason. I don't know what it is. Maybe God knows. Maybe one day I'll figure it out. I have no idea. It just leaves it to, it, it just leaves it hanging. But if you can grab a hold of this concept that everything can be used for good, even really bad things, it'll be life changing for you. And that's what I want. I want your life to change for the better because time's flying by. And it's time for you right now to make that decision that you're going to make the best of the rest of your life. And by the way, when we're talking about the nine weapons of hope, this weapon of hope is called your legacy that contains this everything can be used for good concept. So, oh my gosh, but it's just a part of the whole weapon of hope legacy, which used to be called make meaning from the madness and we're still making meaning from the madness. But anyway, it's really, really um, life changing and and. And it might seem like, oh, legacy, really? I can't even think about legacy. I can't even get off the couch. But when you can begin with the end in mind, when you can consider what you can leave behind, it'll get you up off the couch. Okay, my friend, until the next time, I want you to make sure you know that you're not alone. You're unique. You're valuable. You're a masterpiece. The world needs you standing up and standing strong. I want you standing with me, linking arms. Together, we can overcome anything. Your story matters. So live it courageously. <laughs>